Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 291. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinesky. Hello. Hi, that's me. Welcome, welcome back to the, the oddly different setup, which hasn't or shouldn't have changed. So, something got fucked around here. Nothing is feng shui anymore. The uh, microphone has to rotate upward. The... That's probably like this. Fine. Does this sound fine? Yeah, actually, that sounds better. That's good. I'll I'll, I'll try oh. to keep tabs on the. I'll mess with it after we're done here. Um, it's all wonky. I'm so sorry. Every, everything is everything is fantastic. I thought I had it, and then like I started talking. And I'm like, like, this isn't right. <laughs> it's just the the tonor on the front of the microphone. All I know is through research that is where it accepts the best audio. Let me just go ahead and while you adjust that, I'll turn this down. There is that better? Oh, that's, that's fantastic! You sound great. Yeah. So somebody messed with this. Somebody must have bumped into it or something, and now <laughs> nothing's feng shuied. It all is weird. Something got dropped and spun your seat all the way down, bent the microphone arm out. Yeah. No. Seriously. Like it's it's all it's all fucked. And I've disassembled your computer to remove yes. the spicy pillows. Yeah, it's uh, I call it a spicy Capri Sun. Actually, that is a very spicy Capri Sun. The uh, battery was so. Um, Oh yeah, it was so bulged that the trackpad did not work on this laptop. So I basically had to act like that was like a ZX Spectrum or something, where I just didn't have a cursor. One hundred grams, yeah, of force minimum. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, beer. I don't have one of a Pepsi. I'm drinking real quick because I was eating lunch. Sounds and, good. Uh, yeah, and I, we have Patreon. I have, a, I have a ham sandwich. Uh, beer, and then yeah, patreon.com forward slash arbitrage. Three open ended levels of st- uh, support starting at a buck. Help yep. us out for hosting costs if you they, want, and beer if not, no biggie. They, they've heard the the shtick. They they have. We have listener gone, and viewer. We've had, have. It's summer, so it's been a busy time. <laughs> I've done several events. Same. Weirdly, almost all of them were van and motorcycle related. That sounds better than most events that we yeah, actually secretly very good. Uh, this is not that's not secretly. Well, there's this um, group in town that does like van and motorcycle shows called Heavy. Okay. And they make they do great shows. Um, like heavy, yeah, heavy, like okay. physically heavy, like heavy metal, like stuff like that. Physically heavy should be the yeah. name, actually. Uh, we are physically so, heavy, ladies and gentlemen. It's been- yeah, heavy did this. Uh, they, they do this thing called Heavy Thursdays at this place called the Joint, which is the bar next to the Caboose. And yeah, Heavy Thursdays is like a really good time. It's like motorcycles and vans, and. Like cheap good food, and then like a couple like local like like speed metal thrash metal bands that I've like used to like go see live. One was called King Goro. Um, I don't understand the reference. It's a Mortal Kombat reference. It's a bad guy from Mortal Kombat. Um, So King Goro, uh, they do. uh, It's actually it's called Grindcore, but um, it it, Grindcore is like crossing a hardcore punk and death metal. Okay. and so they do grindcore that is all about um, Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat references and okay. like wrestling and like you know things I'm into. Uh, and then <laughs> so they've been around for like ten, fifteen years, and they're actually like getting like really tight and like really good. Um, and then there's this other band called Rad Enhancer, nice, um, which uh, they play speed metal, okay. and they're now a six person outfit, which is huge. That's basically an orchestra at that point. And so, um, so when I picture a band, I like, accidentally designed a T-shirt for them because there's a band called Ario Speedwagon. Was it on TKO? No. Oh. Um, 
No, this is it, like just like talking to them. The, uh, so you're, you're aware that there's a band called Ario Speedwagon. I know Speedwagon. Ario Speedwagon. Yep. Yes. So uh, Rad Enhancer Orchestra would be R-E-O, and so it's Ario Speed Metal. Ah. Not big brain action yes, happening big, here. Big brain action. Uh, Rad Enhancer is actually on Spotify. They have their EP on there. Uh, and I was playing that at my friend's um, birthday party last night, and there was a song called Too Drunk, Too Flush. <laughs> Uh, another song it's called Better Than Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, another song called Anal in the Outfield. Like it's just like like really really an odd mental image. Yeah, it's a really really goofy band. Hmm. I love them. Huh. Um, but yeah. Huh. Okay. So uh, right. last Saturday, um, I did not. It was just like I did not have thirty dollars for Modest. I lament that. I wish I could get him, but I just like literally it was my mortgage paycheck. I got paid the following Wednesday. It wasn't happening. Wednesdays. Yeah, well, it's I get paid on Thursday. No, it's a I get paid on Thursdays. Okay, but uh, Wells Fargo gives me my check early, nice. like when it's a direct deposit, because they know it's going to show up. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so ACHB like it do. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, and I, I went to this thing called Full Tilt Boogie, another heavy show. It's a great name for a motorcycle. People naming this show. shit came out of. the japan in the 80s i swear yeah, full tilt boogie it's a great name for a show and it was a great show it was vans motorcycles like heavy metal <laughs> beer and food and edibles oh hell yeah and That's the edibles an interesting like addition. yeah that that blew me away because i was not expecting that i just huh. saw like I, I was walking around i saw this like tent that said pimento on it and i didn't look down and see it was saint paul cannabis using a pimento tent and I'm like, oh, cool, it's going to be some sort of Jamaican dessert thing. I'm just going to have it. Cool, awesome. Well, let's sort of like a Jamaican dessert because it's a 5 milligram gram edible for free. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's fucking cool. All right, I guess I'm having a good time. This but, show like, is great. This is a great show. But what was like really cool about it is being a 5 milligram edible uh, was not a problem. It was like three cans of beer yeah. equivalent. Yeah. I, was just in a, a, I was just like on a good level, and I had to go help my friend with an oil change. And yeah, and everything was fantastic. Yeah, it went, it went really nicely. Um, but yeah, Full Tilt Boogie was like, actually, um, I would rank that as one of the better shows in Minnesota <laughs> that I've ever been to, like pre me e- eating that edible, well, but like, just like the quality of like the quality of vehicles that were there, like the, the quality of like how they put the show together, the aesthetic of it. Um, cause it's held at Kagan case. Very good. And so you're familiar with that lot. And so, yep. yeah, the lot was mostly vans. The first two rows, were like the Citroen, some, uh, Mercedes usually park. That was um, actually that was where that was mostly motorcycles there, and then the lawn they had the concert venue, and then they had like the beer vendors and food vendors over on the patio, nice. and so yeah, it was a really really nice uh, way to extend the time. There was enough shade that like even on that like hot ass day, it wasn't too hot. Even before I come and start throwing it, uh, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it was pretty good, right? It was. Um, <laughs> It was, it was a pretty good time. Um, it's a great venue. I honestly yeah. really like that venue. There was another show I went to immediately before that, and um, it was held by Zoomies. It was like a skateboarding show with a car show attached to it. The mall Zoomies? The band. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like a okay. skateboarding show. Yeah. They, sk- Zoomies is skateboarding stuff. Oh. And so, like, Zoom, like, skateboarding cars. And so they were putting a car show on with it. Huh. Well, it was being held at the Hollywood Theater in Northeast. That's what I drove by. Yeah, and you're wondering what's with all the lowriders, right? Yes. And you're probably wondering what the hell are all the lowriders doing on the road, dude. It was the lowriders are wondering what the hell are all the lowriders <laughs> doing on the road, because when they hosted the event, they were told that 
there was a parking area. Oh, not there, no. Mm-mm. No, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, did you preview the venue before you booked it? On Google Earth, maybe. No, because Google Earth shows that it's a, it's not, it's not not feasible. <laughs> right, but they might have called like street parking a parking area, maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I took um, a very deliberately long way home just out of. I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know. You're why. trying to figure out what was going on. There's all these lowriders Seriously? on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I inadvertently kind of went to that show. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like Dan and I were there the night before, and or not there, but we were at like their like kind of like uh, cookout like bond like house party thing where everybody got to know each other the night before the show. It's a good idea. And yeah, it's actually a brilliant idea. Everybody should do that. But um, yeah, we were uh, there. And they said the Hollywood Theater, and I'm like, in my head, going, you must have a plan. <laughs> it's one of those things where you hear it and you process it while you keep having a conversation. You come back to it, you're like, I did hear that. No, I, I was like, I was sitting there. She said that, and I'm like, I can go, hmm, oh, okay. And then we like carried on, and I'm just like, because like at that point, like I can't do anything, right? Like, you're kind of fucked. Yep. So, what? Where are the cars going to go? Anyway, so, car show didn't actually happen. Um, There's just some lowriders parked on the side of the road and was not nearly as great as it was supposed to be. Yep. But, um... I did see some skateboarding things, though. Yeah, I mean, it was a cool skate show, but, like, the car thing that was supposed to be done uh, didn't. And that was fine. And Well, your concerns turned out to be very valid. Yeah, after Full Tilt Boogie, I went to this um, the Vietnamese Catholic Church by my house called St. Columba Catholic Church. It's a Catholic church. It's all in Vietnamese. Um, oh, that is, I didn't know that was Vietnamese a thing. With Vietnamese friars and everything there. Yeah. Like, oh, all, all, the, all the monks Y-A-R. and everything. Gotcha. F-R-A-I-E-R. Oh, right. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Not, Not um, like a deep fryer. No. Uh, they have a cultural <laughs> festival, which is like, they only advertise it in Vietnamese, like in their church calendar. But what they do is they get, like, Vietnamese charting pop artists from, like, the Spotify, like, Top 100, like, yeah. in Vietnam, where it's, like, basically the Vietnamese equivalent of K-pop. Really good. I really like it. Um, Lee Fung is, like, one... Wasn't there just recently a big group that came that was, like, super-duper huge? Yeah, but not from Vietnam. Okay. Because, uh, no, Vietnam. You can book Vietnamese chart, like, the Top 100 Vietnamese pop artists yeah. in a church parking lot in... Inner ah. city, St. Paul. I see. Um, but anyway, and yeah. Did they? So yeah, they do, and they, <laughs> okay. it's actually it's. I've gone like two years in a row, and it's like the no three years. It's the best show in the world. Hmm. Like I absolutely it is my favorite cultural festival. I like it more than the state fair. Like because, it, it, and I assume it goes on forever. It goes on till like midnight, basically, and it's like it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and but Sunday they end up four because obviously. Um, my friend Alyssa hasn't told me about this. She's Vietnamese, yeah. and she's like, she keeps telling me all like Vietnamese parties go until mm-hmm. people are like uncomfortably done with being at yeah. a party. So, <laughs> well, what happens is it's not just like like church festivals. It honestly feels like you're in Vietnam. Nice, because there's like get your Vin fast. No, you, you, get, you get like there's like a hundred like old Vietnamese men that are just like smoking cigarettes like around <laughs> the perimeter of it. <laughs> And then there's, uh, like, they have the sitting area under this giant tent that, like, takes up the entire, like, the the entire parking lot is covered by a giant parachute, and they make that, they 
repurpose a parachute as a tent. Like one's kind of cool. Yeah, like those big cargo parachutes, like yeah. the army uses. Yep. Yeah, so they have one of those and it covers like the entire parking lot. <laughs> so like, if it rains, you're fine. And then they have tents all the way around it, and they have like homemade Vietnamese food, In, like inside or outside of the ring of Vietnamese men smoking. Uh, this is all inside the ring okay. of Vietnamese. So it, it's it's like an onion. Okay. Um, and in the center of the onion, there's V-pop. Bro. Um, but like, there's a bunch of mint first-gen Cressidas around the outside? No, no. It's it, it's all like mid-2000s, like higher trim-level Toyotas and Lexuses. Fine. Like that. That's kind of like how you flex. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, LX400Hs. And- you know, kind of like... Uh, like um, there's an MR2 there. There's like an extremely yeah. high spec ES330, like Jana's. Yep. Like the highest spec that the you can get. The one with the nav? It. Yeah, the nav and like the sport like trim package with like the uh, dark gray wheels and like the Tupperware around the bottom of the Ooh, bumper. Man, the chrome yeah. wheels were the really high expense. No, no, they had, they, they had the high expense and then they had the sport version, which came with Tupperware around the bumper. Oh, yeah. And then it came with like. Like split spoke, like gunmetal, like BBS style wheels. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I've actually, seen that. Yes. So yeah, it was one of those. Cool. Really cool car. Um, but the food is unbelievable because Very it's nice. like it's like mung sausage and kebabs oh, and lamb and pork and like I'm about all of those things and uh, like Vietnamese egg rolls. You can get wontons. They have uh, Vietnamese crepes, which are like. All the ingredients of pho inside of a crepe with a special sauce. Oh, yeah. It's not like a crepe you're imagining. It's no, imagine no, no. It's a savory crepe. It, 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 is, it is literally pho within a crepe. Oh. It is so good. Bro. There's a train coming. There is. Um, I don't think it's coming from... It's coming that. It's going this way. Is it? Yeah. Well, they can't see us on this deck, which sucks. This is all very exciting. Um, I, I do love trains, but so yeah, this, was, this festival sounds fantastic. Yeah, it was a, it's absolutely the best festival in the world. It's called the Saint. It's the Saint Columba Fun Fest. Is what it's great called. Great name too. Yeah, Boris. great name. You have to uh, oh, in the church man. calendar. Look at this train. This thing's Oh wow! Only one locomotive. No wonder she's breathing so hard. But um. Yeah, so... God, I want to live by train tracks. It's the, um... Yeah, it's called the St. Coloma Fun Fest, and to find out about it, you have to go read the church flyer. It's physically on the church. And Is it in Vietnamese? Yep. Ah. And it's not available online as a text format, so you have Google to... Google Translate or Lens or whatever? N- you have to, like, hand-type it for it to work, because it's, like, black and white and, like, photocopy of a photocopy... Like, it, it, it's... It, Google wins can't make, like, heads or tails. You're on your own, bro. And, like, likely the word fun fest is in English. But then you have to figure out, like, what the word for, like, July is in Vietnamese. Do they change the time of year they do it? No, it happens in July. It's just, like, the exact date is, ah. like, it's a... Vaguely the second weekend in July. It's the we weekend need, after the fourth. We need more Vietnamese friends, apparently. I've got plenty. I just I need more Vietnamese friends then apparently. Yeah, you do. Because uh, yeah, this is the way I found it is I was going outside um, to take out some trash a couple years ago. I just heard Vietnamese music like super loud, like through my neighborhood. I'm like, what is going on here? So I just like followed my ear for blocks. So like I live off of like I live like a block north of University, yep. and um, I live uh, in Pascal over by where Culver's is, right? Yep. So. The 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 festival is held north of Thomas by a block on Hamlin. 
And I could hear it at my house, clearly. But that's a fun permit to pull. No, no, we complain. It's because everybody gets delicious food. That's true. I, they all do what you do. They're like, well, you you weren't angry, but like some people are probably like, oh, what the hell is this noise? And they storm over there. And like, oh. Yeah. No, it's 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 quite good. Like, I end up staying there for 50 th- this, hours. This is why I like where I live, because I don't have any NIMBYs in my neighborhood. Oh, I my God. I don't want any HOAs. I don't want any NIMBYs. I don't want any of that. I want to be able to like. I am the NIMBY. Yeah, n- yeah. I don't want anybody like you in yeah, my neighborhood. Correct. Like we would. White people suck. No, we would absolutely kick you out of the neighborhood. hundred percent. Nah, you can't afford to kick me out of a neighborhood. No, I don't think you understand. We will make it very difficult for people like you to live there, and we have before. It's great. Whenever there's like somebody that's doesn't really fit. Luckily, those people probably own their homes, and they probably don't pull shit like renters do. So no problem. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, is like, well, we've had like people that are like, um. There's a guy who was a couple blocks over. He's like a super hardcore Trumper dude. That's just like a, a, a really like huge jerk. This is my and like it's it's like the Trumper thing sucks. But like on top of the that like he was also a dickhead about it. And so ah, and, the uh, audible Trumpers. Yeah, kind of like that. So what people did is just like there's like small things that you do. Like when you're snow blowing your driveway, you don't blow your snow immediately into their driveway. <laughs> like when you're driving through the alleyway, you don't bump into their trash can and knock over their trash. You don't have spam mail sent to their address instead of yours. Sign them up for cat facts. You well, not no, because cat facts are good. But like, you don't sign not them. These cat facts. You don't. You don't sign them up for like random spam, and you don't like. <laughs> you know, you watch their house. You like make sure things aren't happening. Like you help people out. Taking like, their trash cans. You're, when they're you're, out a, of town. you're a neighbor. Well, this guy didn't get any of that. Ah, very good. And it took him about a year to get out, That's and he left. Uh, perfect. And he probably lives in Rosemount now. Probably. I don't care. Yeah. Maybe he was. Or maybe Wisconsin. I don't know. Somerset. I, He's a Somerset guy. I just, you know, the world would be better without him. Correct. This dude is a dickhead. Because uh, one of his friends, uh, my Fiat has a huge dent in the door. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And it was one of that dude's friends. Great. That hit my car. So that's like the kind of dude he is. Like, Great. When I say like audibly like that, mm, that's what I mean. Poorly. Yeah. So mm. I don't like people like that in my neighborhood. And because we don't have people like that in my neighborhood, we can have super loud Vietnamese festivals. With delicious egg rolls and all mm-hmm. the other accoutrement under the giant parachute. So in the smoke circle. How were your last two weeks? What have what car things have you done? The Mercia Lago has a new starter solenoid in it now. I see it's still on the lift, though. It is, because it needs another new starter solenoid. How many are there? Well, there's just one, but the one I got was DOA. It had a shorted-to-ground coil, and I found that out after I went back in the car. Why didn't you... I bench-tested it. It works perfectly. The problem is, when you're not activating it, and the starter's sitting there, it's actively drawing current through the solenoid, and it gets quite hot. Oh. So as I was putting it back in the car... I was putting the top bolt in, and my wrist grazed the solenoid, and it was liquid molten magma hot. So I decided to then disconnect the battery and, uh, and wait a bit. And yeah. then I asked all of my car friends, I'm like, I have never seen this happen before. And as far as I understand it, the solenoid has two functions. It is an electromagnet that pulls a plunger mm-hmm. to engage the Bendix, and it also has a exactly contactor to yeah. pass current. So the only way that this could be drawing power, sitting idle, is if the coil is bad. So I'm guessing the windings in the coil are just DOA. It's made in Brazil. It's come a long way. Fine. But anyway, I get to now remove the starter again. In the Mercia Lago, which it's, is... It's a really good process to do that. It is, it is horrific. It is, uh, yeah. It's not, not a fun time. Okay, so what else did you do? Uh, I've been working on Hari's 1987 convertible. It's finally chilled out enough outside where it's not 100. 
I wouldn't know because I've got an air-conditioned garage. Shush. Everything's fine. I'm okay. So 87, 325i convertible, pulling out the single cam, 2.5, putting in his old, which was my old, 2.8 twin cam, which we found out has been in five vehicles now. Okay. So the M52B28 is a terrific engine, but still working on that. I might work on it later tonight. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, car shows, Supercar Saturday this morning, that CA Accord was Yeah, minty. you saw a really good CA, like a third generation flip-up headlight Accord, and that was like not, oh, that didn't suck. Good. It was That's good. white, it had no rust on it, and uh, it was nice and quiet, it had a good muffler. Uh, that was the only real highlight of that show. We haven't had a Cars in Caves or a Wednesday Night Lights show here I uh, I did recorded. go to Cars and Craft. Very nice. Um, it was fun. Okay. Not nearly as good. The venue sucks, but what do I you mean, do? Drive Cartel I'm sure can still pull off a worthwhile show I, I, at a boring you venue. You could put Drive Cartel in the south parking lot of the Sears off of Marion in University. Oh yeah, the worst possible parking lot I can think of. At like, in like early August on a sunny day, and they would still be able to pull off a good show. Mm-hmm. Like, I Drive Cartel can make a good show. Um, and it's just, it, the, the venue does objectively suck. But, like, well, it was, it was, it, it was kind of cool to see that um, there were, there's, like, an apartment immediately behind there now. And Oh, yeah, I, I got, noticed that. The yeah, there's, like, there's like a lot of cool, like, Somali families that, like, weren't expecting a car show. And these, like, little kids were super excited to see, like, Lamborghinis and stuff. So. Yep. Oh, dude, the smaller kids next door are so stoked on the Tesla every time. I yeah, and so it was it's, it was actually pretty pure, like, seeing that. Like, that made me feel pretty good seeing, like, it's like, you know, like, seeing kids get, like, little kids get excited about stuff, like, that's pretty worth it. Like, I like that a lot. So. Can I have this? I know. Um, <laughs> no, but. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a, it was a pretty good time. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, the venue blew ass, but um, they they were cool. What was the, the Bauhaus show we were just talking about before the show started? Oh, uh, Heavy Thursday. Yeah, or, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's not Heavy Thursday. That's the Bauhaus Motorcycle Night. Okay. And that's just great. I, I highly I need, recommend I it. I need to go to that. It was, la- it was this Thursday. Ah. So. I got a while then. What, 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 uh, <laughs> what, what, what Thursday of the month is this? The middle Thursday? The second Thursday? Uh, Maybe it's every other Thursday. You can ask. It was the 13th. You can ask Balto, and Balto will tell you when. Okay. He reminds me when it is. Well, hopefully it's not every Thursday. It's every other. Good. So it'll be the 27th, which means I can go to that. So I I'm, think. Put it in my calendar. I would double check, Dan, before you put it in your calendar. Because you don't end say, up at Bauhaus. Well, I'll say check with. You don't. Yeah. You don't want to like, just like go to Bauhaus. Um, but no, they actually have like cool bikes. It's like there's like obviously a lot of Harleys that show up. But they have like everything that shows up there. So like there's this weird like giant like scooter BMW thing. It oh, looked like cool. crossing a scooter and like a Ski-Doo. And it was modern. It was a BMW. But two wheels? Yeah, two wheels. Had a front fairing on it. I had no idea what the hell it was. Weird. Didn't know a thing about it. Huh. It was a BMW person, so I didn't want to talk to them. Well, was like, and a Beamer person at that. It was a modern BMW, I know. Oh. And so I'm like, mm, there's a high likelihood this person's going to suck. Saw a really cool Morris um, convertible. A Morris 1000 convertible that was there. Uh, is a Morris 1000 the thing I think that it is? Yeah, the little tiny, the Morris Minor. Yeah. Yeah, Morris 1000 convertible. Then there's, like, the greatest hot rod I've ever seen in my life in person. Well, second greatest. The Honda rod's pretty good. No, I mean actual hot rod. Oh, okay. Um, 
No, because there's uh, there's a dude that's got a set of Arden heads on a flathead. Yes. That's like yes. really cool, like steel center lock wheels from like the thirties. Oh, like yeah. super cool build. Um, but this, the number two is this uh, black one that was actually I used it in a community uh, TikTok. Uh, so if you get have uh, TikTok, just go to Community's TikTok channel and you can see the car there. Because um, I don't want to have to look it up now. Uh, and, and I don't have TikTok. So. Exactly. As a subtle plug for Community because I want to help Dan whenever I can. I agree. <laughs> it is still a great platform. So, but yeah, it's... Uh, no, it, like, like The motorcycle nights I've noticed are like very good because <laughs> people don't mess around with them as much. Like you, the problem with cars is that like if you have a cha- like a Hellcat, you can go whip a shitty and like hit a telephone pole and b- go home safe, right? Well, yeah, it's hard to die in a modern car. Yeah, it's still by the way they're designed, it's always going to be easy to die on a motorcycle. So people don't fuck around. Like so some people like motorcycles, right? Yeah, they might like maybe one person possibly might do a burnout, if that. But it's like <laughs> one person, and it's not that big of a deal. As opposed to cars, everybody does. Right. And And motorcycles don't get a ton of sideways momentum and, like, chest-punt people into the atmosphere. And so that's the thing. uh, It kind of keeps away the riffraff. I think that's kind of what I've been looking for. Hmm. So, anyway, let's uh, do your topic before mine, because I've basically been talking for half half of the episode. That's fine. No, let's go in order. We had it. That's fine. That's just like a local sum-up. So, anyway. Plus, we were just talking about VinFest and Vietnamese. Yes. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, my my first topic is is the VF8 really that bad? Well, Donut actually reviewed it, and their review was looking at other reviews with the giant whiteboard in the back of the car, comparing their reviews to other reviews. Okay, I'm just going to be jumping around on the video yeah, as we abso- talk about a- this absolutely. because um, so uh, hmm. hmm. the it, it's uh, that's the price. Yep, fifty thousand dollars. It's more expensive than all of the above. It's more expensive by four thousand five hundred. Go about like halfway through five. the video, roughly. Yeah, there, that'll work. So they're in the car, and they're oh, sorry. There's another video. Oh, an ad. You, I don't have ads on mine. I, I, like, I have premium on my main account, but, but not on. Carpet they were Trash. actually going through, like saying, like which ones, which of these issues are real, and which ones aren't how did they find a vin See, <laughs> <laughs> i love the whiteboard i told you literally a whiteboard no, they said startup so, they borrowed bankers. they borrowed somebody's uh vinfast and so there's one in this country yeah there's a few oh, like they've geez. actually sold several thousand of them i didn't know that it's basically vietnamese people that own it <laughs> national pride yeah no i want one like vinfast hell yeah it's vietnamese i love it but so one of the things that they did is um vinfast is actually trying to like like do right by their customers like they know they have a terrible vehicle and there's some things that like they just can't do about like they're uh, they're undersprung and over dampened mm. like last gen hyundai kia products so it's just the balanciest ride in the world right? perfect yeah it's terrible a terrible ride it's probably fun um, in the potholes of st paul the if you try to turn without using your blinker the steering wheel will force you back into your lane oh i don't like that yeah that's that's a nuisance can you so, turn that off no, but but they do over-the-air software updates, and they've been actively making these things better. Okay. So that's why they did this review, because it's been like a few months since the first reviews were done. And VenFast has actually fixed a lot of the problems. Uh, and so they're 
asking if they should do a follow up review later on. Um, and w- no, that was a, th- that's a re- <clears throat> that's them quoting a different review, which was oh, okay. There is a lead acid starting battery for yeah. the electric vehicle. Sure, um, it's pretty common still. I don't know why. And so the uh, lead acid batteries apparently aren't good, ah. and they die. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, like the ID four. Yeah, and so then you just are stuck with a bricked truck that thinks it's started, but it's not actually started. Superb. If you can't close the high-voltage contactor, boy, you ain't going anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Um, And so the way that they described it is they said, this is the No Man's Sky or Cyberpunk 2077 of cars. Where it had the worst launch, Uh. everything was bad, but at its core, it can be a feasible vehicle. That's, and so, that's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, and so that's the thing is like they're they've actually been Venfast has been making taking steps like better their products. So like for instance, um, if you have an issue that renders your vehicle inoperable due to a quality control issue, after four days they of being inoperable, um, and at their shop or like you just can't use it, uh, they will pay you four hundred dollars a day. Oh. VW, take notes. Yes. Um, if you have an issue that rent that keeps the car operable, but you have to live with it, and they aren't able to fix it within four days, they'll tr- give you $100 a day until it's fixed. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm kind of fine beta then, testing if it's like that. And then there's a there's kind of a between the $1 and $400 range. So if I get $150, a $200, and $300. And what issue Based is that? off of... Well, it's just kind of based off of, like, what these issues are. Like, if it's something like the blinkers being just, like, a fucking nuisance. Like, something like that, where okay. it's just, like, an inconvenience, <laughs> then they'll, they'll give you, like, a little bit of money. But if it's something where it's, like, for instance, like, if the back windows decide they don't want to work, well, that's more. So that's going to be close to, like, a $200 per day sort and of you thing. You could make money owning a VinFest. I don't know if you make money, because it's still going to be, like, a... So it's still a fifty grand vehicle. A, yeah, it's still a half of a mortgage or <laughs> a payment on that. If you but, take a five year loan, that's a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, basically. But I mean, four hundred dollars off that, six hundred dollars a month for a fifty thousand dollar vehicle. Brand new car, a brand new car, and they're actually taking care of you on it. Like you're working out the kinks, and you know that's not a bad deal nope. at the end of the day. And like, I think that Vinfast will pull through. Um, Vinfast has. The underlying hardware should be able to handle it. So. Yes, and knowing Vin Group, uh, because I'm more interested in the parent company, because I care more about the parent company than the immediate product, because the thing is, is the parent company of Volkswagen is terrible, because mm-hmm. that's how Volkswagen Corporate is. So even if they have a great immediate product, the parent company behind that's going to be awful, so you're not going to be supported. Correct. Well, if you have a terrible product, that's a great company behind it. For instance, Cyberpunk 2077, terrible product. CD Projekt Red, though. CD Projekt Red, they take care of their people. Battlefield uh, 2042, terrible. EA, not good. Mm, Battlefield yeah. 2042, still terrible. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like The parent company matters more than the product itself. I'm talking at you, Activision Blizzard. Or any car company, really. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yes. I mean, we have first-hand experience through Scott. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, and so that's why when I look at like VinFast, like, the only thing that VinFast has abandoned that was one of their ventures was their grocery store chain. And their grocery store chain, their grocery store chain was like a old bodega chain, kind of like equivalent to like Seven Eleven in Taiwan. Sure. Um, and the only reason that they got that they like left is it was an oversaturated market, and they had no way forward. And even then, they didn't just like close down the shops. 
or anything and leave people stranded. They just sold the shops to one of their competitors to, I think actually was Seven Eleven. It ended up buying all the Vin markets, uh, or yeah, all the, yeah, it's called Vin markets. Got to go to one and find all the remnants of the Vin and that, market. Well, that, and that's the thing is like it, you like if you had like any sort of like set up like, like for their pharmacies and stuff, like yeah. they just transferred over. Like they still took care of their customers. So Vin Group, being the weird bad corporation that they are, because all corporations are bad, but inherently, mm-hmm. um, and being weird because that's how they are. Cause no, they, it's Vietnamese. Yeah, well, no, it's more the fact that they are a weird conglomerate that owns resorts and has minders, a la North Korea. Um, oh, that part, I guess I didn't know. Oh, about. you didn't know that they had minders? No, we had like a full Vin episode, but I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they have minders that follow you around when you go on like a press tour. It's very interesting. Oh. It's really cool. I I would be totally up for it because I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking drink a Kool Aid, dude. Hell yeah, give me a free trip to your little uh, Vin Pearl with the little Eiffel Tower, um, like yeah, sky I'm, cart things. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I will not talk shit. I will be thrilled. <laughs> like because this is less... I will be dead ass excited the entire. Time. Yes, I will absolutely <clears throat> not talk shit. I will be your greatest supporter because that sounds like a blast. And they've proven so far, like I'll shill. I don't care. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they've also like, proven that uh, they're not a shitty company. Like, the, yeah, they make a shitty product. Don't get me wrong. For now. But I also, I think Vin Group, at the end of the day, they will be more of a CD Project Red than a Daewoo. <laughs> Where Daewoo just, like, lets you, like, die in the vine. These metaphors are just But I, th- I, I just, I think, I think, I honestly have faith that they're actually going to do right by it. Their customers, and that'd be pretty cool if they actually did. Because I want to see Ven Group actually succeed. It should be fine. Because, I mean, they're sourcing most of that vehicle through existing Chinese platforms, which work. They've been in development for a very long time, and yeah, it, when you white label a product, especially when the software controls the entire car, mm-hmm. you're going to run into a lot of teething issues in another country where people don't use things the same way. I th- the other thing is like, um, I don't think they quite grasped when everybody was saying like Americans are really picky about their cars. Oh yeah. I don't, I really don't think cause like all the automotive journalists were saying that and they're like, Oh, we're aware. Like, I don't think you're really aware. You read about it. Like we didn't accept Peugeot cause Peugeot is too weird. They had, we had to think too hard to use the, like the horn on a Peugeot. I have and, to push in on a stock. I'm done. Yeah. Like that's Take the thing. It it's back. like, it, you, there's like, with Americans, we're so picky about everything. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they that they really underestimated how picky we are. They're finding out. Yeah, they're finding out very quickly, but they're also adapting, so that's cool. So fair enough. I'm, I I want to see the follow up that uh, Donut uh, Media does on Vin Group. I want Randy to get one of these. Oh God, Randy would have an out of body experience. He'd complain so much. I know, but eat. I really want that. I really want it. If Randy gets one, I will happily ghostwrite it for him. And it'll be a glowing... Well, actually, it won't be a glowing review. It'll be an objective review. But it'll be an objective review of somebody that understands the company on a cultural level and like understanding where the company's roots are from and how they operate as a company. And also how non-Americans perceive product. Yeah, because well, that's one of those things where it's like it, whenever you have something that's weird and foreign, it's weird and foreign, and that's actually interesting. Like, yeah. that's all like the Mirage. It's weird and foreign. This is weird and foreign. And... It's weird and foreign and bad, but still weird and foreign. For now. For now. Could yes. be OTA'd into acceptable. Yeah, acceptable. I mean, at the acceptable. end of the day, it's only an electric 
Like it's it's gonna be electric crossover at the end of the day. It's only right. it gets so good. Yeah, you can't OTA into a sports car. No, but at the same time, I, uh, electric sports cars I don't really care about. It's a it's an appliance. Yeah, I don't know. I still kind of do. An electric convertible is on my short list. Like I would love one of those. But the heating, anyway, that's a tangent yeah. for another day. Yes. All right, fine. On the electric topic, I do want to talk about Minnesota, the state yes. in which we live, where Buffalo, Minneapolis is. We have actually pushed through some state specific electric yes, vehicle legislation which is great news and at least our mm, imperfect state government i will say has uh is understood that we've lagged a little bit behind some other states in the 50 so within this bill that has been pushed through there is a a little segment in there about purchasing new and used evs so in addition to the federal credit, which on a U.S.-made, U.S. battery-sourced vehicle, $7,500, you would now get an additional $2,500 from the state of Minnesota. Oh, that's great. Which is a huge chunk of change. It makes it a total of ten grand off. on something like, yeah, on like a Bolt, which would make it real cheap. Ten grand off on a Bolt, yeah. I mean, pretty much, you're, like you're, you're, grand. your insurance payment will be more than your car payment at that point. Yeah, depending on the loan term, but yes, I, I cheap. Think- Hmm. Makes me want to get a bolt. Honestly, we're we're reaching a point with like how cheap car uh, EVs are with some of these uh, tax credits. Where I think that they actually have to think about supplementing insurance more than the actual car payment, because that's actually keeping me a bit keeping me away more. Yeah, it's expensive to insure an EV, and then also we are still as a state charging EVs quite a bit more one time per renewal period for your tabs. Yeah, so like sure you're getting a little money off on the front end, but. I, I, I don't even have a problem with that because there is a gas tax, which we are not paying. Yeah, that has to come fair. from somewhere. So I think that's still totally well, fair. Well, I, I think the other thing is like you have taxation with, with representation there. It's, right. like, it, it's not like your gas tax is going to supplement like planting trees and yeah, like the ethanol industry or something. Is, you're not like planting trees in the, like, the boundary waters. Like you're, <laughs> you're actually like, doing something that you're going to see on a regular basis. It like, is county tied, yeah. Yeah, like your gas money, your money that you're spending on gas, that's going to actually fixing that pothole. Yep. Actually, speaking of such, there's that giant hole in my road still. St. Paul Street's? Are apocalyptic. No, well, I, I told you about the hole that they cut because this is my neighbor's water. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the saw cut uh, yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it's getting filled in now. Has by, it killed anyone else's wheels? Yeah. Well, that's how it's getting filled in. Okay. Um, it's getting filled in by broken car parts stuck inside of it. <laughs> so it's full of underfairings it's right now. gravel. <laughs> yeah. It's, ba- it's, it's just full of under, undershields that's and ripped turf. out like uh, wheel wells and like portions of tie rods, things like that. That's but it's just. That's astroturf. It's I kinda, I'm kind of okay with it because, like, well, everybody... You know to avoid it. Yeah, I know to avoid it, but, like, also, the only people I hit are the people are going, like, 50 miles an hour down my street and not paying attention. Also, like, people not in your neighborhood. Well, that's the thing is, like, if you're in my neighborhood, if you're driving 50 miles an hour and not paying attention on my street, then you absolutely deserve to hit this yeah. giant hole in the road. Stranger Cause it's, works. it's not like it creeps up on you. <laughs> Like, you see it coming if you're whoa. paying attention. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, the sock cut holes in my streets move around. Right. Yeah, no, this one, like, like the only way you're missing this is by not looking at the road in front of you. No, oh, I'm texting too much to do that. Exactly, and you're driving 50 miles an hour, so you can't react. And there's cars parked everywhere, so you can only maneuver so much. You have to go about 10 miles an hour to get around it. Oh, yeah. It's a moose test, and a lot of people <laughs> fail it because they aren't paying attention. I, I did some hive mapping, which is basically open-source street view. It's a crypto project. Yeah. I was bored yesterday, so I went through a lot of St. Paul streets, I thought my road was bad. I no longer am going to complain about my road because fine. there are some bad ones. Oh, they're terrible roads, but I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, I mean, they'll but fix the, it the, at some the point. The thing is, is that gas tax goes to fixing, like, yeah, sure, my road, but sure, my road's also, like, pretty far down the list of things. Like, the only things behind my road are alleyways. But they fix the potholes on Pierce Spot, where potholes are fixing all the through streets, Made all the bit, yeah, all this, yeah, th- the through streets that go through neighborhoods. I mean, like, plus whatever freeze thaw we got this spring was just like you can't account for it. Bad no, it was, it was, it was, it was really mega bad. bad. Yeah. So I mean, the crews can only do so many per day. I get it. It's yeah, fine. and I'm, I'm kind of fine with it. And also, like, you know, like I can drive my Fiat over my road now. They fixed most of the potholes, and this giant hole in the earth was placed after the bottles were all filled so and you know to avoid it yeah it's not a problem anyway before we get off this topic uh, there's yes. also a used credit for six hundred dollars so not oh, a ton still pretty good though yeah but it, it applies to cheap vehicles does that I mean, does that only is that private car sales or is that dealer only it is uh oh that's actually a really good question um there's no proof of income which is really nice so i feel the, like the, it does have to be dealer so this is the thing is Six hundred dollars on an IMEV goes really far. Six hundred dollars on a four thousand dollar car. Oh yeah, that's no, a that's why I large just, chunk like, of chain off uh, of it. Like change off of five hundred Ds are cheap now again, and like uh, yeah. first gen Leafs are really cheap again. So yeah, six hundred off a forty five hundred dollar car. Yeah, no, that's that's like, a, that's twenty percent. I mean, yeah, sixteen to twenty percent off. Yeah. So that's re- I think I honestly prefer that because there's again there's no income cap on any of this which is that's brilliant it's good, good. Uh, it does cap the new car purchase price at fifty five thousand dollars or under which fine okay I think. so well I mean also if you're spending fifty five thousand dollars on a car Sorry. all it's gonna all that's gonna do is basically be like all right you can't get a plaid right you can't get your model Y or your well, model three you still can get a three and a Y. Because okay. the base models fall under that because it's pre-tax. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you're fine. Like, yeah. you can get whatever you want. You're just not getting a super expensive version but of really, it. But really, get a bolt. Because yeah. bolts are like 20-something grand MSRP, and you get 10 grand off. Yeah. Great a deal. A brand new, like, 250-mile EV for, like, 20 grand, you finance it? Dude! Yeah, that's Makes me want it. to sell the Model S and get a bolt. You should. I no, think the should. seats are really you bad You should really get rid of the Model S. I will at some point. Because it's only going to continue to get worse. That's fine. There's nothing else on sale right now that won't rust. Okay. Yep. That is easy. So, that's <laughs> anyway. accurate. That's enough. So anyway, a Goodwood, a wheel went flying off a car and hit someone. I saw that. It hit two people. Yeah. One person got like domed in the head. Luckily, it was a glancing blow, so it wasn't like it didn't kill them, but like it very well could have. Uh, and that was that Jaguar that always gets it through the corners. The, the Mark II that was just lighting him up on the start line, throwing it sideways. I remember you texted me right when this happened, but I was watching the stream, too. Uh, I assume you kept watching? Yes. Did you remember the announcer's dialogue right when they came back from the commercial break? No, what did he say? I forgot about that. We had a, a wheel fly off and hit two people in the crowd, but one, I'm told, is standing up, yes. and the other, I'm told, is sitting up. So, uh, <laughs> that's, I'm like, that, the medical I did, I did hear that. I did hear that, yeah. They're not dead. That's ba- he, no, he said in, that. He said in like, said, nice words. They just said one is sitting up and the other is standing. That's all they yeah. said. No, it's, it's a British way of saying they're not dead. <laughs> because that's what everybody was saying in the right? comments this dude's totally dead because that's like totally gonna kill you that's a lot of weight to be hit with at with 50 a lot miles an of hour. inertia yeah luckily like it, it grazed the bales first but it was not good yeah well it, it bounced off the dude's head luckily it wasn't like a straight shot right to his forehead like it was like the top of his head but still i'm <clears throat> that was maybe they should mandate uh safety wire on uh, knockoffs for next year 
I, the, yeah, I would. I think uh, that should just be there anyway, because it's kind of sketchy. Su- I'm surprised that they didn't. Yeah, maybe they do, and this guy just... No. Because <clears throat> the, 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 all of the safety stuff is, like, error-correct safety stuff. Ah. Yeah. So there basically isn't any. Got it. Yeah, for some of these cars, yeah. Lucas Wire. Yep, basically. I was looking forward to watching that run, too, because the dude was just melting the cokers off this oh, thing. Oh, yeah, no, this dude always gets it in this Jaguar. Oh. So if... Yeah. Thank you uh, for entering chat for the first time, Solomon Hungry. Um, Welcome. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it's such a great car to watch. So hopefully he gets it back on the road. Oh, I'm sure he will. It looks like that thing's just. Oh yeah, it's also on. just the hub because it's an inboard disc, so it's not like anything's gonna get damaged. Yeah, no. Shane and Chad was like, "Oh, looks like there's a disc in there." I'm like, "No, there's just a big friction surface on the old yeah hubs like that. That's just the wheel and tire. Luckily, it's probably a 15 with like a modern tire on it, so it no. probably didn't weigh that much. Oh, it weighed a ton. Oh, ah. yeah, they're not light. Anyway, I because all those spokes are steel. That whole wheel is actually steel. It's a very heavy thing. This anyway, is, this is a solid twenty pound, twenty was pound standing. Thing. The other was sitting up. Yeah. That's all I know. That, that, yeah, everybody's okay. But hey. yeah, yeah, that's fine. We're we're fine. Everything's everything fine. everything's okay. Yes. They, they were everything is fine. Uh, keeping on the topic of Goodwood, uh, Hyundai has made an unfortunately pretty sponsored entrance into Goodwood this year, but. Uh, the product, what anyway? So the Ionic Five N got soft. I've launched. actually wanted to see what this looks like because I like the Ionic Five and I like in things. This so. it's really hard to hate on this car. So the Ionic Five N soft launched via Hyundai Kia at the same time as it made its debut at Goodwood. Okay. The features I want to talk about. There's both good and bad here, but the good is it does have an actual limited slip diff. Very cool. They've actually gone back and changed the entire battery pack out, so it doesn't share the battery pack with an EV6 GT, which is the same motors, same performance, basically, as this vehicle. But they've added extra chill plates to go hand-in-hand with an endurance mode. So, like, to keep the battery cool. Right. You can do track days in this car all day, and it won't overheat the the battery management system. So long as there's a charge. Correct. But, so the, but the components I, won't overheat. I don't think you're going to be doing a track day all day. I would not. I think you get about three laps. Yeah. No, 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 even with really, really bad efficiency, you could turn a lot of laps in one of these. Um, but the, they really focused on the drift mode for uh, Goodwood for reasons. And they do have... I want to talk about the virtual gear shifting. And I'm going to get the bad part out of the way first. Look at this they have, ad. They've been received. able... Sorry, the smell. <laughs> Oh no! What is that? The, is that a Carver? I know, but best deals on electric cars, and it's that sketchy piece I don't of shit. I don't even think that's electric. I thought those were gasoline. Who knows? Uh, anyway, uh, so there's a there's an option, not something by default. There's an option to let you select gear ratios, essentially like a dual clutch via the paddles. Really, really dumb, and they give you a synthetic gasoline engine option for audio, but. Here's what I want to talk about on the good side of that. When you're drifting an electric car, you can't really get a good sense of speed on your axle that's losing yeah. traction. What the gear shifting lets you do is basically bang off a limiter in second. So you can that's keep your wheel speed nifting. consistent. That, that, that's actually useful for that. And you can keep the noise just on the interior. So people won't know that you're a Yabo. So I really do think I would the prefer the synthesized noise. To do that for other people. Nobody goes there's and does that out for... There. Nobody, like... Nobody does sideshow shit for themselves. I do in the winter. Nobody does it, like, 
to a point in which you, you're buying this vehicle for Correct. yourself. This will rust. So I'm not going to buy this. But but I'm saying is like that the fact that it, it's for the driver doesn't yeah. really. Uh-huh. Overall, really really happy with the changes they made on this. It looks fantastic. It's wider. It's got ground effects. It's got a really cool like triangular third brake light that doesn't flash. That's cool. Uh, 21 inch wheels though. To stop with cut that shit out. I'm, I'm actually okay with the flashing high mount brake light. Uh, well, the reason is is that Dodge Journeys exist, and that people don't pay attention. Oh. And so if you have a flashing light in front of you, I'm okay with that. I'm fine getting rear-ended. I don't want that. Well, I'll take the flashing light. Fine. Because if I buy a car, I actually like it. I don't just like buy a car, because I'm just like, ah, oh, this is car. Like, I'm like, I really... This is car. <laughs> I really, like, I, I buy a car, because I'm like, this is specifically the car I want. And luckily, this is software configurable, so you can make yeah, it Yeah, and it's so like, well, you know, at the high mount brake, like, yeah, I really would prefer somebody didn't decide that they wanted to sit in my backseat from the outside. During stop-and-go traffic, I don't think they should exist. During regular stops, fine, I agree with you. Well, I think if, if you are in stop-and-go traffic and having to commute and you're concerned about the high mount brake, like, perhaps you should not be commuting. I deliberately choose times of day to not have traffic. Perfect. See, yep. you sure you're not commuting. Well, I, I do well, technically yeah, commute, but, but like not as time. such. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but use that, my brakes. That's, that's the thing is that if it's that much of an issue, the high mount brake light does another. It's got another feature of getting another driver off the road if it bothers them so much. So that's good for the environment. It's environmental friendliness. Exactly. So everybody's happy. The beauty of software configurable uh, MOSFETs. Bam. You can yeah. decide what you want. Anyway, Ionic 5N seems like a pretty cool I, product. It seems I look pretty forward cool. to more of it. I really like how much effort's gone into like the actual end trim on this thing to make it a Yabo car. Yeah, that's fun. Like that's actually very cool. They're actually making it like exciting. Like there needs to be more exciting dumbass EVs. I'm pretty sure this is the first production EV with a limited slip diff. Might be. But I also really enjoy just dipshit cars. Like yeah. good. Mm-hmm. They should make that. Because uh, we've established many times, worse cars are better. Speaking of worse cars, yes. I want to tell you about the new car club that just dropped. This is the Daewoo, or sorry, Chevy Matisse Club of Uzbekistan. That is that is a difficult. I love these videos because they film these videos like they're supercars, but they're just little Matisses. Dude, this is like choreographed. I know. It's really good. All their videos are this good. And there's just a bunch of dudes driving around these little, like, so if you're not familiar with what a Chevy, with what a Daewoo Matisse is, I keep calling it a Chevy, or a Daewoo, because it is made by Chevy of Korea. People which are going was, to, uh, yeah. It was made by Daewoo. This is the f- newest generation of what we previously received is the Daewoo Lanos. Oh. They continued with the Lanos, and that's what it looks like today. And it's like, it looks like an egg. It's like an egg is like a five-door hatchback mm-hmm. with a three-cylinder engine. It looks like an IMEV that somebody has put a gasoline engine into. And if you, like, scroll through the, um, the Daewoo.uzb uh, Instagram, which is Daewoo Uzbekistan, or Matiz.uzb, scroll through, you'll see all their videos, which are oh mo- almost all about... Uh, these vehicles, but I think it's like their first or second vehicle like upload that they ever had. Yeah. Oh, they won't let you do it because you're no, not logged not in. in. Um, there's like a person put a V6 in one. Oh, okay. I mean, I saw a VR6 in a Corrado this morning, so I guess you can put a V6 in whatever. VR6s came in Corrados. Um, sorry, Caddy. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And people my, do that. My brain do. Um, yeah, I know they but bolt yeah, in. So, but yeah, so, yeah, the, um, the, that's not a bolt-in thing with this. Like, th- this is a car that had a three-cylinder engine and was not meant to do anything important. But it's kind of cool. Also, they have silly little car, and they do silly little car things. And they treat it like a big car, but it's still small and silly. And I <laughs> silly love it. Silly little car treat like big car. Yeah, it's very fun. It's a good time. I this, do really like the coordinated entry of the highway it's and so the goofy. light flashing. All all of their videos are that co- are that choreographed. They're <laughs> so good. They, like the dude that does the Matisse Uzbekistan um, Instagram videos should actually get a job as a social media coordinator because this dude's crushing it. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. <laughs> the transitions are just so I know. Shit hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a dumbass car. This guy puts so much effort into this dumbass little car. Yeah, I but love like, it. is it any dumber than like a 126P and like the following? No, method? it's exactly. yeah, no, and that's yeah. the thing is like, there's nothing wrong with that. These are just fun little stinky cars. Like, I'm here for this. I'd rather I get more. I genuinely get more out of these videos than I do seeing Corvettes. Oh yeah, or like Ferrari videos, or honestly any car. I had three Chevy Matisse showed up at Supercar Saturday today. Like, nobody would have paid attention to anything else in the lot. Yeah. Like, these I get way more out of this because it's so silly. Like, that's great. 10 out of 10. <sighs> People are actually enthusiastic about cars, yes. still. I really, really like that. So, okay, speaking of God, Eastern Europe, dude, people are so messed up. I love this so much. I was scrolling through for topics today. I'm like, there's no way in hell I can't cover this because regularly we talked about cars, tractors, and Eastern Europe. There's, there's a Belarusian tractor company. That made an F1 car shaped tractor. I love that. Out of nothing but tractor parts. And That's it's, incredible. It is Have you ever heard of the Estonia car? The Estonia. It's car. called the Estonia. No, let's Google it. Uh, it's called Estonia race car. It, so during the Soviet Union, they, the, so, like, the Soviet car brand makes actually competed in F1. And like formula racing and Except stuff. The 60 to 61. All of the above. Actually, everything on that page. That one next to it looks like an actual 80s F1 car is also in Estonia. Oops. Oh, God. That's fine. Well, they made them until the fall of the Soviet Union. Ah, so what engine is that? It's a horizontally opposed twin? Yes. Is it out of a motorcycle? I don't know. (laughs) Could be a tractor. Who knows? Well, that's fine. But I know that the later ones, they looked like Ayrton Senna's race car. They looked like a McLaren. But they had like Moskvich engines in them. Oh my! Like really, really, really heat, like hotted up Moskvich engines. Even a hotted up Moskvich engine. I guess if you made it light enough, it doesn't weigh anything. It's actually kind of fun to drive. Apparently, they were very cool. And they had not like little, disputing. It's not. They had fun. like they had a little racing series for them in like in the Soviet oh, Union. This is why we need spec Fiat 500 non-turbo. And I here. think it's really funny that they had that because there was like, why? How would you get away with racing in the Soviet Union? And it was to show the like national pride and to show that like yeah we're we're communist and we can compete just as well as capitalists even though it's a moscovich engine um <laughs> the driver mod but i think like later on like they started putting like gas volga like five liter v8s and stuff in them like oh because it is just basically a chassis put whatever you want into it. most of them are moscoviches like for the that's like a series. ford dfb swap into a yeah basically okay all right yeah it's like actual v8s and stuff so yeah the estonia eastern europe does have a history of doing F1 vehicles out of weird shit. And this is hilarious. Too bad it's from a bad country. Well, yeah. 
That's a very cool looking tractor, I, though. I, I do like that. I, I objectively like that. What uh, tractor company is this? Didn't read that far. I guess I could look it up. Uh, MTZ. MTZ. I've never heard of them. I have not either. That's a new one. MTZ Formula One tractor. Oh, yeah. Weird. Produced from the Minsk Tractor Factory in Belarus. Oh, the MTZ? All right. There, yep. you go. there you go. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Illyria's Minsk Tractor Vaz, or whatever the Bell Russian word for Vaz anyway, is. It's, it's I don't know. It's kind of like the Jay Leno tank car, but made out of a Russian tractor. But like, just it is literally just a tractor. Like, it is just oh, yeah, it's, it's like, terrible. Um, um, but I also I kind of like that. I want to go back to the Estonia race car. Uh, let me get you. So look up the. Um, let's see. Oh wow, they made them until two thousand. The Estonias. The this one is a nineteen sixty one on screen here. Yes. So try uh, the. Estonia 24. Estonia 24. There it is. Oh, yeah, that does look like... It literally it says Latvia on the side of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Mario Andretti would be would be at home in this as well. That's great. It looks like an indie car. Yeah. I mean, like, it actually, like, they took him out racing, and they actually did stuff with him. I'm going to start putting J's in all my they left They have, like, five-speed gearboxes. Um, the later ones, post-Soviet Union, had uh, GTI engines in them, so, <laughs> like, 16 valves. Cool. Um, let's see here. They also had pushrod suspension in them, uh, actual aerodynamic solutions uh, from, like, jets and stuff. From, like, they would put them in, like, Soviet airplane, like, <laughs> test tunnels to, like, make their aerodynamics. <laughs> work um so yeah they made let's see here so they had moskvich 412 engines um they had a lot of 1300 engines oh my god um izh jupiter 350 what the what the hell is that oh that's a motorcycle engine okay that's got to be the one that was in here then yeah moskvich 408 engines wartburg engines (laughs) uh Sipuchev, uh 500s. I picture every Russian-produced engine ever having, like, a smaller version of the DIN bell housing on it. <laughs> like, everything in a commercial vehicle or implement in this country in the last 70 years has the same bell, bell housing pattern on it. I feel like in Russia, that's the same thing. Like, you can make any engine you want, but it has to have the exact same crank, yeah, sound, backspacing, sure. and bell housing. I'm sure they had that. So... The last version. So if you look up the Estonia 26-9, that was made in 2000. Uh, had a Hewland gearbox, AP brakes, a dry sump Volkswagen engine, uh, a 50-50 weight distribution, and revised suspension. There are shockingly few actual photos of these vehicles. Yes. I'm guessing they did not sell many of them. No. As post-Soviet Union, they made six, seven... I mean, seven. They made seven post-Soviet Union. Ah, well, this yes. is one of those seven. Yes. Parked in somebody's museum or something. Is yeah, that? some guy named Yuri's. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, no, that's very cool. Um, they definitely kept the exact same wheels from the uh, earlier one. The Latvia job. I, I like in the Wikipedia page, um, they add on to the other. Um, so it was made by Tark, which is, that's the name of the factory that made it. Um, there's one extra one called the Tark. Aleko JK-173 from 1989. 
This car is not produced by Tark at all. Tark facilities were planned and used for production. The whole project was a scam and ended up as a fiasco. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, because that sounds like that SUV from uh, Nigeria or whatever. Yeah, the it, name it, on it, yeah it absolutely sounds exactly oh, like... Oh, it was a scam. It probably was a Nigerian <laughs> <Yeah>. scam. <laughs> I love that Damn so much. <laughs> but, uh, no, they actually... Um, <laughs> the reason that they were doing this is they actually used... Uh, Russian-made or Soviet-made engines, uh, because they would race them in like their own racing series. So they'd also enter them into different series in Le Mans and stuff. And they tried doing F1 in the sixties, and it didn't work out very well. Shocking. Um, but these cars eventually did make it into some European racing hmm. uh, leagues, and they did stuff like ground effect effect testing and stuff like that. But uh, the whole point of that was to show, like, yeah, no, our cars, despite what people say, actually are can perform well if you design them in it. to be performed, like, to be a performance To be performant. Yeah, like, as opposed to, you know, your average Lada engine was designed to just not break, literally, ever. Because if your shit breaks down mm-hmm. in rural Siberia in you February, yeah, you're having a bad time for a very short period of time until you die. Um but you know, if your if your Lamborghini breaks down in like rural Sardinia, then you're fine. Like you're just gonna like go to a winery and you're gonna be okay. Also, the nearest Lamborghini tractor is parts interchange. Exactly. So you're gonna be a hundred percent okay. So that's the thing is Russia was just trying to prove or Soviet Union was because I don't want to give credit to just one nation within the Soviet Union. They were trying to prove that like yeah no we actually make cool things and like in 1985 like they proved that like they could make a fuel injection system and electronic ignition system. And so they put it in the Estonia 24 and yeah, just, I think, I just think that's like really interesting that they did that. That's very grassroots. Yeah, I definitely did not. Well, I would have no reason to know that these existed because they didn't make many. Also, I genuinely love Russian, Soviet, Eastern European, weird ass cars like that. And that's, I want a car with Latvia written on the side of it. Yeah, exactly. That looks like that. That car is Slav squatting. Yeah, literally. Yeah. No, it's a great yeah. vehicle. So I'm excited about it. It's very cool. <laughs> one day Jesus I'll have Christ. one. The the one I'm, I'm gonna probably I'd end up getting is Estonia 19 because they uh, 77 to 79. They made 165 of them. That's that's a good number. Actually, Estonia 21. They made 295 of those. Those are 350. Um. Oh wait. No. Never mind. Uh, that was a displacement of an engine. Yeah, so actually the most they ever made was the Estonia 21, where we made uh, just shy of 300. That's a lot for a race vehicle per year. Yeah. That's a lot. That is an ass load of race cars. So they definitely were doing spec series with those. Yep, and I'm sure I can find one. For probably not much more than your average Mirage price. Just ship it over with the UAS Patriot and all will be well. Yes, exactly. It'd be perfect. Anyway, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening. All right, bye-bye. Bye.